John, what do we have uh, scheduled for today? Well, today, Frank, we have an awesome podcast. Of, um, we have Joel Ashton McCarthy and Bruce Novakowski coming Wait, on to talk who? about their their awesome independent film shot in Vancouver called After Film School. Who are these guys? Who are these guys? Joel Ashton McCarthy is a local director. Um, we're going to find out more about him when we chat to him in a bit. Um, and Bruce Novakowski is a great Vancouver actor who also appears in the Super Alliance. Speaking of which, yeah, gosh, what has been going on with the Super Alliance? Well, we've uh, launched our Indiegogo campaign for crowdfunding. Um, we launched that on Sunday. Today is currently Thursday. And uh, so far, things are going really well. We've raised about, um, uh, I don't do math very well. Uh, we're going to say we're that? almost One, there. We're 10%? almost there. We just number? need like another <coughs> several thousand dollars. So, at least. At least. At, at least. least. So if everyone can check out our Indiegogo campaign um, at the Super, uh, in, Super Alliance Season 2 on Indiegogo, there's going to be a link at the bottom of the podcast for you all. Um, check out the video. It's very funny. You'll get to see Frank in a superhero costume as well as Bruce, who we have on the podcast today. And you get to see some awesome dance moves. And, and these it, are, it's not flattering dance moves or flattering costumes, but they are fun to watch both the moves and the costumes. Um, and we're really excited. We uh, have a lot of awesome bloggers that are also going to be talking about it and will be featured on a few podcasts. And we're looking forward to it. Can't talk about it now, but when it happens, we'll be able to talk about it because it'll be on the internet. So, yeah, so, so stay tuned for that. And uh, that's enough of us trying to sell some stuff. And enjoy the podcast. It's a great one. Woot, woot. Hey, guys. Um, okay, we're here for podcast officially number one um, with um, Joel Ashton McCarthy and Bruce Novikowski. And I'm co-hosting today with Anaisa Visa. Hey. They lovely. Thank Is that you. how you Thank say you. your last name? Yeah, He's I don't know. Visser? No, it's Visser. Visser. So, so do you have to con like constantly like both names correct people? <laughs> uh, usually people get Visser right. Um, with Anaisa, I have to repeat several times. Today we had a first aid training uh, session for like eight hours, and the first thing the woman asked us to do was put name tags on. Yeah. So for simplicity's sake, I put my last name on my name tag, and then of oh. course. She asked us to introduce ourselves verbally, so then I said my first name, and then I felt really weird about it, because people heard my first name, but read my last name, and I could only just have made it much more I always get nervous when I see you, I'm like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. I know it's Anissa, but I, I, I even feel insecure that I've said that wrong. I, I, avoided, I avoided saying your name for, for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Anissa Weiser. Nope. That's gotta be it. I'm only nope. at the point now where I can say it, but even when I get it wrong, and I'm sure I do like 90% of the time, I'm just, it's the accent, I'm sorry. Like it, I'm saying it right, you're hearing it wrong. <laughs> That's okay. I, I actually, when I lived in the States when I was a kid, uh, from when I was 10 till I was 13, I basically wanted to fit in so badly that I let people call me whatever they wanted to call me. I hate that. So when I, I asked someone, how do you say your name? They're just like, yeah, oh, whatever, whatever you want. Yeah. I'm like, and Anasa? They're like, yeah, sure. I'm like, well, fuck, what do you want? <laughs> oh, was that, was that, was that, oh, that was, a, yeah. I okay. said pho, right? Pho. Nah, All right, we'll let, let okay. that one slide. Okay. So for anyone who doesn't know, we have, he's put it in. I was playing a risky game. Playing an honest game. <laughs> um, so anyone that doesn't know, we have a game that we play on the podcast where if you swear, you drop a coin in the jar, 
And the first one to lose all five coins um, has to do something stupid at the end of the podcast, which we'll decide at the time. Um, and you can get coins back if you are imaginative with your swear words or you create mm. something that no one's heard before. Bugger. Is that? No. 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 That's, that's, that's a pre-existing one. That's all, okay. that's all, and he's, he's British. He's, yeah. he's yeah. heard it. He I did explain what that meant the other day. but British sodomy. Yes. <laughs> what? But only British sodomy. British yes. sodomy? It's when Idiot. two Brits sodomize each other. Yeah. That's, that's a that's, bugger. That's buggering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a verb as well. Okay, so this was not this was not a waste of time. Okay. No, <laughs> no now you know. Right. That's what the challenge will be at the end for whoever loses the game. <laughs> Some yeah. buggering. Actually, <laughs> which goes over well on a podcast. It's like the sound. I, I do want to encourage, actually, if anyone is listening, um, and you want to send us suggestions for you know how to uh, punish those who run out of coins in the swear jar. We're always looking for ideas. I've got a couple lined up already. All right, John's on it, but if you have ideas, let us know. We should get a phone number and then people can call in. (laughs) Call in. Live. Get get like that girl's taint. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a a show? I think that's one coin. (laughs) Taint? Then could be two. Two bottom cards. Okay, well, should we just start over? Let it slide. Let it slide. Yeah, all right. Let it slide that over. Next time. Next time. I'm playing a dangerous game. Yeah. All right, moving on. Well, thank you guys for coming on to the show. Um, Clearly, you've both been, like, crazy busy for the last few months. Sorry, I'm going to interject for a second. Maybe we should get each of you to say who you are so that people who are listening know which voice belongs to whom. I'm uh, Joel Ashton McCarthy. I'm the good-looking one of the two. Uh, I'm Bruce Novakowski. I'm the good-looking one of the two. I'm the, the better-looking one. I'm the actor, so clearly I'm the better-looking one. It's just science. <laughs> science. Uh, and we made a movie together. So tell that, us about this movie. Well, um, the movie as of this day is called After Film School. Um, and it's a comedy about a... Um, bunch of film school grads that are um, that have decided that they're gonna make a film in memory of a grad that's passed away which ends up turning into high school shooting the musical and comedy ensues and craziness and it's basically the making of the most offensive musical of all time <laughs> which uh, is probably the log line, Could be the log I guess line. So. It's, it's it's been a super fun project and it's been super well received but uh, I guess right now the thing at this present point in time is we're actually debating changing the title. So okay, and so with the title change, where are you? What like why do you want to change the title from After Film School? Okay, <clears throat> you guys, you guys have seen the film. Um, uh-huh. or, yes, uh, but um, I know you for sure. Um, the title <laughs> After Film School is is very appropriate for the film. It's like it's very perfect for the film. It's a good fit, etc. The problem is, a lot of people, when they think of film school, they think of unwatchable, awful content. When they think of... Uh, so after film school, not only is that just a niche time for a very specific grouping of people, but it, it's just not very inviting of a title. So a lot of the people who ended up coming, they said, oh, you know, I came because I knew you, yeah. but I ended up loving the film. And um, 
I kind of started hearing that a lot, so... I, I would even cringe saying the title to people. Really? Yeah. It, yeah, I would say it, and, and they'd kind of be like, Oh, oh, so yeah, oh you made a movie. Oh, yeah, oh, you're, cute. you're a recent film school grad, and this is your little <laughs> film school movie. Yeah, I see. Well, this is my second feature. <laughs> but, 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 but people very... It, it's a lot of condescending reactions oh, okay. to the title. So it was just, like, really hard to, like, get... Like, take us seriously when... There's just so much, uh, so much that people believe, and and you know a lot of stuff that's, a lot a lot of features that are made by people right out of film school are hard to watch. Yeah, and so, and painful. so painful. Yeah, I've seen some. <laughs> exactly. So so like that was our our like okay, we should probably start taking this seriously, and uh, we kind of got that loud and clear after our Vancouver showing. Like it went really yeah. well. The audience loved it, but I had a few people come up to me and. Like yeah, I wouldn't have come if I didn't know you. I loved the film, but so. everyone loves the film. Like it's getting like anyone I've spoken to, and I my Facebook feed was actually like I, after film school, after film school, and I was seeing it mm. all the time. And these weren't even people that were friends of yours or like. And I'm like, wow, like it was kind of cool just yeah, to see that it is it going is cool well. People that you don't know. Yeah, and I am that, like it's validation. So you guys should feel like super pumped. Yeah. It's, it's we actually great. had a, a funny. I had had a funny moment earlier because we were talking about my boyfriend and I were talking about this and. Um, he had commented on your post about changing the title, yeah. but he isn't friends with you on Facebook and he doesn't follow the film on Facebook, but someone he knows that I don't know, I guess, had shared it and he had seen it and commented on it, so he got his two cents into the uh, discussion. Um, just yeah. for perspective, is it cool if I list off some of these uh, yeah, titles here? So I've got on my feed here, I've got um, High School Shooting the Musical. I've got Aiming for Hollywood. The Making of a High School Shooting Musical, <laughs> Shooting for Hollywood, The Making of a High School Shooting Musical, Get Famous or Offend Everyone Trying. Which I, I <laughs> Sorry, trying. Yeah, trying. Trying. I liked that one at first, but then the more I saw it, the more, and when someone pointed out, like, well, it's just a ripoff of a 50 cent well, movie. Oh, yeah, Get Rich uh, or Die yeah, Trying. Well, yeah. well, our, Which is our, still good, our, but I was like, oh. Originally on our poster, it said, get famous or lie trying. Mm. And so, and even one of the titles that someone suggested the other day was really cool. Lies, camera, action. That's pretty which, neat. Which is cool. It, mm. it, it, but then the other thing is. You had like a hundred suggestions. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like thousands there are so suggestions. many suggestions. And uh, <laughs> Joel posted a, uh, uh, a post on Facebook, just yeah. like public debate. We're thinking of changing the name of the movie. Chime in. And it's just been like. I think like more so people have comments. voted for the change of name than they did in like the last election. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it's, it's been insane. But um, a part of so my producers did not want me to do this, and I kind of debated them. I said, okay, doing the public debate. The good thing about it is the uh, the algorithm of Facebook. Every time someone comments, it like shoots to the top. Yeah. And if there's a lot of comments, it goes on everyone's feed. So mm. when we do change the name, everyone had so much awareness that our name was going to change that it doesn't become shocking when we do. Because yeah. if we just change the name, it would be like pulling the rug under everyone's feet. So, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But and, uh, everyone it, is chiming. I get phone calls all the time. <laughs> phone calls, oh, yeah. yeah, oh, phone calls. You can't do that, man. Or, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I love that name. <laughs> uh, and like, you, you just have to see the film, and you know that name's perfect. And it's like, yeah, I, but you, you have to get people to see the film. It's I tough. think one of the issues is like... I would imagine that a lot of the people who are initially reacting are your closer friends who would potentially be film school grads. Like, yeah, as a yeah, film school, gra true. school grad myself, the title after film school 
is like a hook. I want to watch it. I like I immediately. You don't mind if I take my it. socks off, right? Uh, okay. <laughs> I immediately connect with it, and I immediately feel like I want to see this movie. But I understand that your average person outside of that world wouldn't necessarily have the same reaction. It's true. I I guess like coming into it, I wanted like a lot of people make films about like life after film school because those people know how to make films because yeah. they went to film school, etc. So I wanted to have the after film school film. Mm. Like, nothing else was once this one exists. You know, like, after the the Stephen Hawking film, uh, Theory yeah, of Everything, everything. there will be no other Stephen Hawking film. It's no, done. Yeah. It's done. It's the done. The Theory <laughs> of Even More Things. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, like, but, like, luckily, they, 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 they screwed up the Steve Jobs movie oh, astronomically. Oh, twice. twice. That, that's Is twice. there another yeah, one? There's one with Ashton Kutcher, and there's one with Justin Long. No. Justin Long done what? Yeah, no one even knows that. Uh, I saw the Ashton Kutcher one. It was terrible. Yeah, they were both, I, yeah, I, it I, was I, bad. I read, I read the book and was like fully in love with Steve, like his the the biography that was going around. And I was like, I love this character. I'm so excited for yeah. what they do with it. I'm really questioning Ashton Kutcher. I'm really questioning this director who's only done like one thing that was not yeah, that was not yeah. very serious at all, and like. I just couldn't believe how much they shit the bed on that. <laughs> That's worth yeah. taking it. Yeah, losing <laughs> a coin for. It's a conscience. I swear there. So like we we know we want to change the title of the the film, but right now the 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 title we're leaning towards is High School Shooting the Musical. Well, no, the actually the title we're we're shooting the musical <laughs> is called is called Shooting the Musical, but I, I will debate accordingly. Okay. But the words high school are there and they're crossed out in red. Yeah, I saw that one. I like I like it. Yeah. I, that, that's pretty cool. But people are still going to call it high school shooting the music. That's cool. I'm okay with okay. that. So you're you're good with that. Like, because the, yeah, the risk you're commenting, the, the risk is it's the, not okay. The, yeah. We're crossing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Like, we know it's, it's almost, wrong. Yeah. But you're still like, I like the t- the title high school shooting the musical. First, that's getting my vote so far. Okay. The issue that I think you're probably dealing with, and why people might have an issue with it, is because people will look at it as a as an attention grabbing title. And the thing is, the film itself is better than that. Mm-hmm. So you have yeah. to convince people to come and see it yeah. for other reasons than just the title. But it's then an in some extremely ways, tricky situation yeah. because you're you're naming a film that has a film within the film that has a film within the film within the film. Yeah. So it's like they're, they're sh- I mean, for context, for those who don't know, the movie is about a group of people making a movie, and while they're making this movie, they're forced to make a second movie that is like a pretend movie. So it, Can we say the name of that movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sunshine and Rainbows and, and Jesus. Jesus. So, you have to make sure the two ands are there. <laughs> Sunshine and Rainbows and Jesus. So they're they they're forced to make a fake script in order to be able to sh- get shooting permits for their their film. So we're talking like several levels into um, this inception like scenario here. Where yeah. so how do you describe a movie that is a movie about a movie in a movie yeah. with a movie in it? It's you know, true. like well, it's so I, hard I'm, I'm to encompass all I'm, of that. Another thing we're worried about is that uh, high school shooting musical. That uh, there's also the fact that that gives it away. That's what the it's movie true. Did. That moment's yeah. gone, but so many movies do that. It's but true. It, it's yeah. brought to light you, really quickly in the beginning of the film. Yeah, like, it's, it's not the something that takes very act. long to start. Out. Like we're not talking spoilers here. Like the film is about that. Well, that, yeah. that's the thing. It's like I, originally it was like, oh my gosh, we should not tell people that, and because uh, because the, the movie's very much it builds from nothing and turns into something big and outrageous, and that was 
why I like calling it after film school because it's such a, a a non it's such a chill title that you think someone's gonna make some pretentious yeah. documentary about film school students and it turns into this ridiculous comedy musical romp. But um, <laughs> but then I was like reading like when they were ma- making like the Truman Show with Jim Carrey, like they had to like okay we're advertising this. We're going to advertise that he's actually in this hidden camera thing. What? No, you don't find that out until halfway yeah. through the movie. They're like, yeah, but we want oh, people to see this movie. Yeah. And so they ended up actually changing the script to have like the light fall from the sky near the beginning and be a lot more a lot more of, of, of showing that content yeah. in the beginning so so they could advertise it. And so it wasn't off guard. So it was kind of like that. Uh, the, so in our trailer, it's like, well, what makes our film unique the high school shooting musical bits are pretty dang unique. The songs are memorable, mortifying, and like we've had a lot of people be like, "Oh." We we also don't have a, a perspective, uh, the perspective of American audiences, because for yeah. us we're kind of yeah. like, "Oh, it's fine, it's fine." But I know that it, yeah, it's just it's not taken America the same way. America is down the there. most the most <laughs> multicultural country in the the world, basically. But they don't do, handle and, it and, well. And what, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't like. I, I don't no like Americans. Are listening. Sorry, Frank. My thing is, I don't like lumping in Americans as one big thing. Like there yeah, are yeah. smart audience members everywhere. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is like very much the the film itself. A lot of people have compared it to like a an elaborate. Ep- it's like a le- it's like an episode of South Park in a way. Like it's very much very in much that right. vein of humor where we just try to poke at like everything and try to make fun of it. And I think that that type of humor is done very well in America. Um, we, so you, the um, token American, <laughs> were you like completely off put, and did you cry yourself to sleep when you heard well, about this film? I, uh, I, you have to I yell. Can you, can you hear me? Can you pick me up on there? Okay, I loved it. Um, That's Frank Rose Bailey, our <laughs> host. This is his I, house we're in right now. I I loved it, and uh, but keep in mind, I left America. And I'm happy to live in Canada, <laughs> so I'm not the best example of an American. However, although being American, I still loved it. I thought that it was great. I mean, po- you have to be able to poke fun at these really sad things to an extent, as long as you're not saying anyone's a bad person. You're just poking fun at it. So hear that, Canadian government? Frank is really happy to be here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're listening anyway. Yeah, so they're all, not they're through these microphones. Yeah, he, he wouldn't mind citizenship. <laughs> do, you, do you have citizenship? Yeah, you I already have citizenship. I would not mind citizenship. I'm working on it. Have you, um, have you like contacted any American distributors to be like, hey, just guys, so you know, I've got a film called High School <laughs> Shooting the Musical. Would you put that in your theatres or? You should get him to call because with that accent, they'll be like, oh my god, whatever you what say, is going we'll on? Do it. What, 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 <laughs> I'm sure it's accent. classy. Does it have it Anthony was, Hopkins in it? <laughs> it yes. was interesting. Well, one of the first distribution companies that got to see the film was Roadside Attractions. They were interested in taking my parents to Burning Man. Uh, my previous film, we ended up not going with them, but um, what what they did end up doing is, like, they, they said, like, you're working on a new film? Send us uh, it first. And the guy I sent it to, he's like, I loved it. It was hilarious. I was laughing the whole time. There's no fucking way my boss will distribute it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and so that was what Shit. it called after film school. Oh, I said the F word there. Oh, I missed. We'll, we'll uh, run into that a lot, too, I'm sure. Um, but I was quoting someone else. It was that exterior. That's a swear. F- okay, fine. Um, so uh, we, we've, we've talked to a bunch of people about the idea of it. We, we've talked to people in the film industry, etc., and people who work with the distributors. 
And a lot of it is, like, there almost is more attraction to it. Like, there's some distributors yeah. who'll be like, oh, heck no. Um, <laughs> but um, there are also, like, a, a bunch of... Because the thing is, when you have an indie film with no stars, the big thing is... You've got uh, Bruce Novakowski, <laughs> bit of a household name in the Vancouver independent <laughs> film feature length scene, feature length film scene. Even him got a bit of a name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm almost C-list. <laughs> yeah, C-list Vancouver <laughs> independent, non-union. Um, non so all right, that, <laughs> moving on. So yeah, when I'll you don't get, when you don't when you don't have someone who puts a bum in a seat as the star. Yeah. You really have to be concept heavy. When people don't have anything like do something that's completely non-high concept with no stars, they always fall on their face. So our our film is is pretty high concept with the making of high school shooting the musical, but we really have to like put that a little bit more in people's faces uh, in order for a distributor to feel like they're gonna make yeah. money on it. So. Mm -hmm. Are you, are you worried about like turning anyone off at all? Did well, that, that's why that's why calling it calling it shooting the like, musical ah. gets a little bit it, it, it it's a little less eye capturing right. than than high school shooting the musical. But, but, but it the also people who are hip know what it's really called. Exactly, <laughs> and and there will and like the thing is, people will call it both, and so when you Google both, will yeah. direct to the same <laughs> thing. So I'm thinking about both the titles, so After Film School and High School Shooting the Musical side by side, I'm thinking like After Film School is targeting a really specific niche, it's kind of only going to get a certain interest from a certain, you know, group of people, but then High School Shooting the Musical has high school in it, Yeah. which is a huge freaking, sorry, it's a huge freaking demographic um, of Let's kids not forget who the are... words following that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just high school. High school anything is good. For them. High school anything. So, no, you you do Consent. have, like, you'll spark the curiosity of anyone who's been a fan of, um, like, what's it called? High school? High school. High school musical. High school the high musical. musical yeah. is kind of, yeah. it, so people will be like, oh, what's this? Some kind of spoof. And really it isn't. But it, no. it has, like, that. a few elements that might attract those viewers. And then you've got... Um, shooting, which is kind of the suddenly the violent element in there, so that'll attract another yet another kind of demographic. And but the it's musical, also shooting the movie. There's a pun there. <laughs> there is a pun. There is a pun. Um, and then you've got the musical, which will attract you know anyone interested in musicals and maybe turn off a few people. That's it's that's true. where suddenly there you're, are some you're great kind of on a fence. In there, I might yeah. add. There but are. It, it, it's. I think. I think overall, where it, it grows the audience a fair bit, but it also, you know, the the anything with with high school shooting, uh, prominent in it. That's that's like it's a comedy, is gonna turn some people off. But I think no more than anything with film school is turning people off because, yeah. you know, you 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 can go to some grad showcases and the odd film is great but you're you're really talking like the smaller percentage of, of film school content is even watchable i think you should call it uh sunshine and rainbows and jesus <laughs> that was another thing that came up but then then <laughs> then there's a lot of people who just don't want to watch anything religious yeah nope <laughs> so what's the what's the name? It's Mad, isn't it? That's the Mums Against. That's just yeah. drugs or drink. Drunk like, do they also like campaign other stuff? Because if you called it High School Shooting the Musical, you should send them like a press release to be like, well, was... "Hey guys, 
um, just so you know, yeah. this movie's coming out. We should do something. I met with a publicist who's like, you need to call it that, and then you need to like have a fake email and be like, oh my gosh, yeah, do you know that this movie is coming yeah. to your oh, town? Wow. And like try to like create that sort of thing. Is that what happens in the industry? Like, they people do that on purpose? They just, for like, marketing just for oh, that, I, like, I think, oh, press uh, is good press? Yeah, oh, abso- absolutely. Because, like, like I remember, and in, in, in people, people, like, it's so, like, when people are offended, they write about it, and then it just goes on and on. Like, when, um, like, I didn't, uh, uh, Sc- Scorsese made a bunch of films I wasn't too into in a row, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to see The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, and I had so many people like, this is the most misogynistic, this, yeah. that, horrible, I'm so offended, uh, like, everyone should be ashamed, no one see this movie, mm, it is yeah. so... But it was also getting some good reviews, and it was like this controversy, and people were fighting on... Like, it, it seemed like everyone's was like the yeah, name change um, comment <laughs> thread, and like the comments were crazy, but and I was Wolf, like... Wolf of Wall Street had the material to back it up, which I think... After film school or high school, should be the musical. No, it's true. It's the but same the, the thing. thing. It's the, like even the controversy, if uh, if that's what you're saying, even the controversy it brings, if you have the source material to back it up, to be like, no, this is actually and The other thing stuff. is you got to consider that like it, it sits in the vein of so many films in the past, and maybe they haven't had the most controversial titles or they haven't tackled something so sensitive as high school shootings, but so many films with like lead characters who are kind of messed up or have a problem or they're not, you know, they're not your ideal protagonist. They're really something like an antagonist placed in the, in yeah. the, in the primary space there. Um, those films do really well. People connect really well with, you know, Dr. Ha- like Dr. House. Is that what he's called? Yeah. Yeah. Well, House. 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 Sorry. Oh, Dr. House. Dr. <laughs> well, he's a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I don't know that we're tackling the subject of, no, well, no, no, but no you're not. But you're creating your your main character is is kind of an antagonist right he's off an, the bat. He's an anti-hero. Yeah, anti-hero. Yeah. There you go. And he's like, he, he's put in this position where, by the end of it, even though you're you're like cringing at every decision you make, you you've created a relationship with this character and you've started to like bond, like feel for him or feel for his situation, and that is gonna work, I think. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, mm. on anyone who watches this film. Well, I, think, yeah. I think right now, like, just the, the worst thing you could do is is make like a lot of people, and I think a lot of this, especially people who make characters that are semi autobiographical, a biopic, or what? Well, what? Biopic? I, like, no, well, like, no, like when when people are right, when people are writing self indulgent <laughs> crap, oh. um, <laughs> they tend to make like the character that's kind of loosely based on themselves, like this super awesome person with no flaws. Etc. And it's like so boring. Yeah. And it's like and and so you know the, Bruce's character was a little bit based on myself. It became a little more as things went on, but it was like allowing to like really ham up like this is what's not good about me or or these are some things that I wish I had the balls to even go further yeah. with etc. And like getting to play with that. But I, I, you know, the character, it was, it was, you know, having story meetings before we were shooting. They're like, is this character even likable? And that's well, you thing, need like, to get a really likable, charming actor. Well, yeah, no, that, yeah, and that was that makes a big difference. When, when Bruce came in, we were like, <laughs> no, this is that's absolutely true. We were just like, 
You know what? This guy can do terrible. This, this guy could like kill my kitten and yeah. I'd still love him. So did you guys not know each other before you didn't write with Bruce in mind? Like it was No, no. That... Um, I was terrified about finding someone for the role. Never, we've never met. I didn't oh. even know who he was. <laughs> could you believe I that? Don't know. <laughs> Taking my parents You're to Burning Man list. over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's the list Vancouver directors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost at the B list. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we didn't know each other, and um, I saw a film with him in, and, and it was Mop a fun King, film, Mop King. Which will be released in five days on uh, iTunes and Amazon. Ooh, or plug awesome. your stuff at the end, Bruce, damn okay. it. No <laughs> way, no way. <laughs> All that till the end, sorry. Um, is but, damn it? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, so I saw that, and, and it, like I thought he was funny, but he wasn't the role like that I wanted, and so... I was like, let's see him in, what have you. But, you know, just seeing him read this, the, 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 it seemed like the character was, like, written just perfectly in your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bruce, like, we were just laughing, and, and we loved him right after the audition. And, like, I felt bad for anyone who auditioned after yeah. him because at that point, like, I'm already, like, find out his schedule. I need this, this, and yeah. this. <laughs> That's one of the first ones, too, right? You were Yeah, you were right near the beginning. But we, we were, like, I don't, looking at the list, I'm like, I don't think we're going to find anyone better than this. Uh, I knew most of the actors coming in. Oh. <laughs> I meant, what? If they're, they're listening right now, just yeah. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pranks. So if they've seen the film, then they know that you you hit the character and it, it was, was all like, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of got this, uh, a lot of people keep referring you, what's the guy you played, Andy Dwyer? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah a, a, lovable, a lovable idiot that you kind of find out. <laughs> He's maybe maybe less of an idiot than you think he is. Thing, I don't know. The thing you is, like, like how I called that. Oh, I'm pretty much a poor man's Chris Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just all the agents out there, poor man's Chris Pratt. <laughs> or you're um, poor and you need Chris Pratt. <laughs> Bruce Novakowski. <laughs> poor man's Lachlan Monroe, I prefer. The, the first time I met Bruce, I cast him in like a third-year film that I, I kind of now hope no one will ever see. But um, one of the things that was interesting His is brother's that... brother's keeper? Don't don't say things. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's totally private. No one goes searching. But um, one of the interesting things is I had a lot of people ask me afterwards, like, why did you cast Bruce for such a dark role? It was a really dark film, and there was nothing like there was no redeeming, hilarious moment at all. It was just like a downward spiral of depressing. Um, I didn't pull it off apparently. <laughs> no, well, why him? <laughs> no, I drops I, the mic. <laughs> At that, point, over. <laughs> at that point, I was not very confident in my filmmaking skills either, but it was great. It was really great to learn alongside um, Bruce because you were kind of like this presence on set that just lightened everything. Absolutely. Like it made me feel very positive, regardless of the fact that I had no fucking clue what I was doing. Here goes my time. <laughs> um, and I was just, you know, and when I, every time that I've worked with you since then has been this sort of similar thing where it's like we look forward to having you on set and I'm this isn't just flattery and this oh, isn't just for you. the mic here but and I can totally imagine it's a verbal the... blowjob <laughs> <laughs> sorry Miles. oh god That's... oh god yeah, those yeah. two yeah. words okay. together <laughs> you should have put a comma in there um <laughs> but you know I can totally imagine this feeling of you know Joel sitting in a room and and seeing Bruce and being like, okay, I can work with this guy. And yeah. to anyone out there listening, you should cast Bruce in something yeah. because it's it's just so much fun to work with him. It, it is preferably with union you. projects. <laughs> and lots of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Throw your money at this guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, I think it's interesting. I was recently having a talk about casting in general and like talking to an actor. It's like, oh yeah, everyone just wants their friends to be the characters and blah, blah, blah. And they've already pretty well cast it and they're just doing it. I'm like, no, they want to love everyone who's going in. Yeah. If I loved every single person who went into the room, like... Fantastic. Like, Makes your job easier. And everyone's dice better that way. Yeah, well. we, we, we yeah. want people no to be fantastic. Yeah. And we're doing auditions because we don't have someone yeah. that we are in love with, with the, for the role. So it was it was exciting. And to see Bruce, you know, because I only saw him as Mock King, which is almost like a, it's kind of like a, a Napoleon Dynamite mm. almost style, Napoleon right? Napoleon Dynamite meets Hot Rod. Yeah. Andy yeah. Samberg. So like, just... that's exactly <laughs> the perfect way. To you know, it's it. over the top. It, it's. It's it's quite it, it's yeah like that it's very genre of a film so it was like I don't know yeah. and but uh, Bruce just killed this and a lot of it is being mockumentary you have to be so lifelike in it and you know it definitely has to be very much from like I don't know like the com the post Judd Apatow era yeah. era comedy was there mm. much improvisation like you're talking about, like because it is kind of mockumentary or is it it felt like sometimes it was improvised, or is that just yourself? It totally depended or like, on the scene. Yeah. There were some scenes where, like, I just went off and just <laughs> created dialogue that wasn't there in entire moments. But then there were other scenes where it was like almost word for word. Yeah. Well, it was never really word for word. Yeah. Like, a lot of paraphrasing. <laughs> well, it was. It was nothing to do with me not knowing my lines. But <laughs> it was interesting. A lot of the times, and a lot of the times, like the actors would kind of do fun things after the scene ended, but like. We always had like a button line, and we always ended up cutting on it anyways, uh. Uh, most of the time. Uh, but it was it was interesting just like going back. We had to um, basically we wanted a fund, but they wanted to have a script. So we're like, oh, let's just modify our script based on what we have now. And I was really surprised to see how much it ended up turning out to be like the script. Mm. Whereas when I was, we were shooting, I really felt like we were going a little bit more off page. Yeah, options, options. Yeah, we were creating a lot of options. Um, but uh, I'm working on a mockumentary that I, it's kind of like a dream r job or role for an actor because of the naturalism. Yeah. It's okay. uh, you. Uh, it might be easier. I don't know because you just you do have to kind of be yourself to to pull off a mockumentary because it has to seem like real life. Yeah. So you can't. Um, yeah. The. And I, I feel natural. like a lot of the people that we casted kind of ended up being a little closer to them. Everyone brought a lot of themselves to so all the characters. Casey, you're saying that <laughs> people brought a lot of themselves <laughs> completely. Casey, one hundred percent like that in real life. Uh, really? Okay. Yeah. If you could explain, explain the character of Casey for <laughs> a kick. Well, for reference, this is Casey Margolis. Casey Margolis. Um, he played. He's most famous for being young Jonah Hill. In, in super bad and uh, aka the the guy who drew all the dicks <laughs> the dick obsession yeah. I think the D word counts oh, yeah. God. Yeah. so he's drawing all these dingles um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> diggles diggles that's you know what, what the word you know was foods are shaped like these the best kinds <laughs> and so it, it's it's funny because when when super bad came out that was the very first clip that was released and so the film wasn't even out and that full clip was released and my roommate was obsessed with that scene. My dope. Uh, yeah, my roommate now, but at the time I was in high school and he'd show me, he'd watch that scene like five times a day. It's like, we get it, we get it. And he was so stoked for that film. So then I ended up mentoring this kid, um, a bit of screenwriting and kind of like, he, he was like one of my first fans essentially. <laughs> and um, 
just like this kid I met on the internet and then met him. He met me, okay? He found me. That sounds very creepy now that I said that out loud. It um, wasn't a catfish story. Yeah. Uh, but we, we met at the the in person at the National Film Festival for Talented Youth. And he's just like this nice guy. And then I found out like a few weeks later, I found out that he was the... Diggle kid in Superbad. <laughs> Who Diggle? I think you get no, a dime no, no, back. No, no, no. No, oh, no, 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 no. That was, that was, that was made up last yeah. week. Yeah. Um, so, so he was, and so uh, he was like, I want to be in your movie so badly. Is there any way you could write a role for me? Like, I'll fly down there. I'll pay for my flight. I'll sleep on your couch. And I was like, interesting. And so, so the opposite of Casey in the movie. Exactly. <laughs> and He's so actually I really wrote nice. this character that was like, based on, like, the most terrible, like, 16-year-old yeah. kids I've ever met. Like, because my brother, I have, like, a kid brother, so when he was, like, 14 and had all his friends come over, everyone was like, can I opt out for the swear for, like, 10 seconds of quoting? Are you out of coins? No, I've got three, but I want right, to use... Okay. All right, yeah, you yeah, okay. Okay, Later when these up. kids came over, they're like, faggot, gay, this, that, and, like, they were just so insulting. Like, it was just insulting to listen to them and, like, so far from PC, and it was just completely like all the time and so then i with casey i got to like remember those days of like these kids being so annoying and i just wrote the most like unlikable character ever i remember we were shooting a scene and he's like i'm glad i'm dropped out of that gay ass movie and like one of the actresses in the background is like can he say anything else please like that is not okay and and that's that's why it works like exactly that that right there shows uh how people can get offended without the lack of context context yeah Yeah. Yeah. when like we filmed a rap video for (laughs) casey margolis as his oh yeah yeah. and it's obviously the most offensive rap ever (laughs) made ever written and they got these girls to come in for the video to, yeah, as dancers. Where did you find them? Rap video girls? Yeah, where did you find them? Sophia found them. They're fantastic. Um, Rapvideogirls.com. They, they, they had no context, and they're hearing what he's saying, oh. but they... They just don't get the joke. They don't get like yeah, what the yeah. bigger they, picture is. Oh, so they had just, no like, reaction to this. Oh, oh they, no, they, they were really. They, they knew the oh, song okay. he was rapping to. They yeah. kind of like, yeah. But it was just just the more the video, the part where he was getting interviewed and he called it a gay ass movie. They're mm. like, whoa, you can't you can't say that. Like it's and yeah. it's like, but but the character would say it. Like just, I know this character's voice. I've written in his yeah. voice yeah. a lot. He's like this is exactly how you would say offensive thing you can imagine. <laughs> if you sit. Uh, through the end you get to see a little bit of this uh, rap video in the credits <laughs> and honestly having seen the movie twice now um, I watched the entire movie without feeling excessively offended at all I was just you right. know I was in the humor it was great it was funny and then comes this rap video part and I am cringing I'm so <laughs> like not upset but just like <gasps> can't handle it I've made it thing. through the movie but now I can't <laughs> handle that's it that's where Joel realized he might have crossed the line apparently after the first <laughs> test screenings he got responses that were like, "You can't, you can't end the film with that rap video." I, I think the you very can. last line yeah. is extreme. So I'm we added another myself. video. Oh, it was I you feel or like one of the people. I was, was like, I was totally shocked by it, but I was also just like, no one else would do this, and that makes it totally okay. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's just it. It has to be there because Casey's character is that character. Uh, yeah, How yeah. was it for you? Because you were at it's the. It's kind te- of you were a real the, thing. You were at the test screening when the yeah. film didn't like exist yet, and then and then you saw the final product like a couple of days ago. 
How was it for you just seeing the difference in the film? Um, did it seem different? Yes, it, in in a lot of respects it did seem different. There was a lot of, I noticed a lot of just like added b-roll that kind of tightened it up. The pacing was a little different. There was some just like better transitions. I thought the ending was totally different, but I won't say anything more. Um, um, and then I felt like it didn't feel like a different movie. Like you said, it might feel like it was totally different. It didn't feel totally different because the spirit was still very much the same and it was still very much there. Um, it, with with regards to the changes made, I think that everything was for the better. Like I didn't miss anything from the original version, version um, or the test screening version, as you call yeah. it. Yeah, so I I think it was all for the best. I was but really happy with what I saw a few days ago at and that uh, funeral scene premiere. is a hundred times better. Oh god, yes. I remember <laughs> dude, what, what we originally filmed, and it just didn't. Fe- even when we were filming it, I was like, "That does not do this scene justice." It well, there was the also justice. something about the the video that he shows at the funeral scene <laughs> that's just like, "Wow, you made that, and you're asking for money." What? <laughs> Sorry, no spoilers, but it's just, just like it's one of the funniest scenes it's a I've great seen. Moment. It Dealing with my color correction guy because he wanted to redo the chroma key for me. And I was like, no, no, it has to be bad. And then, like, <laughs> trying to force him to, like, do his do your job worse. Do it worse. Because he's, like, this perfectly, did it perfectly keyed and all that sort of stuff. And it was, like, it was so funny just coaching my, uh, yeah, colorist. I'm like, this, this isn't your work in this video. This is... This is the character's work. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be nicely color correct. It doesn't have to be this or that. Like, in fact, pulled it, it off shouldn't the night be before. because yeah. it's Adam Baxter. Exactly. But, well, so Adam Baxter, is not is that not Steve Carell's character name in Bruce Almighty? Is it? Is it? Is Someone it? brought that up to me. They were really? like, oh, did he get that name Somebody from Bruce Google Almighty? That. Um, get a Googler. Googler. And I was Somebody like, I think, I think that might have subconsciously gotten what? into Adam that. Baxter. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm Googling Suspense. it now. This is... <laughs> okay. oh, Bruce, you choose name. a great moment to bring this up yeah. while so, we're recording. By the way, High School Shooting the Musical, that is a terrible name. I'm <laughs> deeply offended I'm pulling out of the, the project. The thing is, like, I just want to quickly go back to Casey. Like, mm-hmm. just, I feel like every character has a bit of an arc, but he's just an asshole. At no point does he redeem himself, and I kind of love that. Yeah, you like, don't I'm want like, him no, to. You, like, it, it, he stays a dick, and you then he has his rhapsody. Because so sometimes... Like Adam's character could come off seeming like a dick. Yeah. But, but he at the end, he, he, he redeems himself. And compared to Casey, he's nothing. I almost say, like, <laughs> do, does he really redeem himself? Because I almost liked at the end when he's like leaving for greener pastures. It seemed like. Or wait, what's, okay, I, how do I say this? this but it, the line it's, it's, almost, it's almost <laughs> like he's. He's he's not kind of learned. I, I, loved, uh, I loved in. What was that film? The Jason Reitman one that everyone hated, but I really loved. Young adult. Oh, I loved the last scene. Oh, uh, Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. I, I really like that. That, that, last, reviews. that last scene, she goes through all this stuff. She should be a changed, better person. And yeah. she's like, you know what? I am awesome. And everyone in this town is just <laughs> yeah. a bunch of dumb hicks. The end. And it was like, yeah. what? You learned nothing? It was a really dark film. I really liked that ending. And I was like, I'm going to kind of just allude to maybe that is the case. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's the changes, but um, I think it, it yeah, the person, and it, just like in life, someone still essentially is the, who, who they, they are. are. Yeah. But at least they gain some perspective, you'd like to hope. Unless yeah, you're Casey. I think there's something about something kind of 
you know, deeply honest about that, even though, you know, you don't, I don't want to suggest that no one can change, but I think that there is always this quintessential this is part of you that's always going to remain the same regardless of what you go through and seeing that in films increasingly goes from you know a fairy tale where you're you're portraying a moral where you're going from i should never from i want to do this to i should never do that again or whatever mm -hmm. and you've got like a you know like a result out of that to writing honest films where the honest truth is some people do not change they or they go through things and it's like yeah. they're going to change but in the end they're just as much of an asshole as they were at the beginning so. my favorite example of that recently was uh was nightcrawler oh, 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 oh that my movie. god it was just it's probably the, my, my favorite third, film my of the third last best of the year yeah i loved yeah, it John like Hall. it's just like his so performance good. is incredible and he's just like yep yeah, no he's just a dick that <laughs> ending when he yeah, wow, I don't want to spoil like, it. No, 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 it was so good. <laughs> his performance is amazing. So that that movie Every, made me think Jake Gyllenhaal might be underrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think? And He's that, just killing it yeah. lately. It, it was. I felt bad because you know, when, when the whole like Selma controversy of like no actors of color, and I was like. Whoa, Jake Gyllenhaal didn't get nominated? No. Why isn't anyone talking about this? Yeah. But I, I, it was kind of one of those things. Maybe I shouldn't yell that on a soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we actually have to wind things down a bit, okay. unfortunately. Um, I do have some quick-fire questions for you, mm -hmm. though. Um, so Lightning yeah, round. Lightning okay. round. L lightning round. Okay, so just general film. Okay. Neve, if you can play the quick-fire question jingle. That was perfect. Best best one yet. So, how long did the film take to shoot? Like various weekends over five like months? over like five months, but kind of only like ten days ish. Can you disclose the budget at all? Yeah, I can. Uh, we basically shot it for like five grand, and then got like another like spent another like fourteen on post. What did you shoot the film on? Five uh, D Mark III, a uh, iPhone five S, and a Red Scarlet. You can tell we filmed it sporadically over five months because my hair length is all over the place. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> kind of like in the super line. I'm, I'm afraid I noticed that. Um, <laughs> uh, how many people worked on the film? Uh, we had about, in total, like, with all the random people, if they, even if they spent like 10 minutes or whatever, about 150. Wow. Crazy. Wow. That's amazing. Just, it, was, it was crazy because we were just like randomly like, we need extras for today because it was just random people. Like most... Those people only work for like a day, a half, a, you know, a half a day or an hour. But like, yeah, a big part of that is just a great script or a great idea yeah. where people are just like, f, f I want to work on that. And some crafty. Um, <laughs> nope, not on this. Program. Not on this. Oh, oh. No, I'm just oh man, no, I'm just kidding. No comment. That was the no. next. <laughs> what was the biggest challenge of making the film? Uh, scheduling. It's just hard to get people all available at the same time. Um. Uh, and also getting a location for the, uh, I guess a lot of it was just getting it off the ground at the beginning, you know, before my producers were like, let's do it. It was kind of like when I pitched it to people, they were just like, that should not be a movie. Yeah. I'm sorry. What was that house? Is that somebody you know? Uh, I live there. You live there. <laughs> Along with one of, the act there. one of the actors in the film, Mike, and uh, my sound designer of the film, who also lives there. Is that room that messy, or was that set deck? Yes, it <laughs> is that messy. I got <laughs> in there, and I didn't want to sit down in the chair. He had clear. He was Joel was editing the movie while we were filming it, so that was his little station. I was uh, just working twenty. Here's the thing. A lot of the people that I actually even like idolize in in comedy and movies, etc., all um, are very messy people, and I'm, I'm uh, the reason why 
is because they're very busy people, and so when they want to spend time relaxing, they're going to fucking <laughs> relax. <laughs> they're not going to be cleaning. And so that's my thing is, like, I'm a, I'm a workaholic. I'm, like, always stressing and working on something, but I rarely, like, think, like, oh, it would be good to spend an hour just cleaning. Like, no! <laughs> I could do an hour and like try to cure cancer yeah. instead. You could be editing something. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I have a girlfriend. No, I'm kidding. Oh. Oh. Ooh, okay. What advice would you give to someone looking to get into filmmaking in Vancouver? I, I guess like the, the biggest bit of advice I'd give them is to just do it. And I like a lot of everyone has this like, oh, I need this funds, I need this, I need that. And like you know, you, you have an iPhone, possibly, you may have, or your friend does, or, you know, someone has a Canon DSLR. Like, it's not very difficult to get the tools to, and, um, you know, film school's nice, but if you can't afford it, like, it shouldn't stop you from making films, and I think that, in, in general, the cream usually, like, gets to rise to the top, regardless of budgets, regardless yeah. of what have you like you just you just have to do it absolutely and not talk about doing it okay for anyone at home when can they see the film great question um if anyone oh wait i can't even announce that well um oh, yeah. we're in a festival soon in a place a city that rhymes with or bonto <laughs> <laughs> um uh but that's all we're really allowed to even that's maybe crossing a line uh, but we're going to announce... I'm sure lots of cities rhyme with that. <laughs> yeah. We're going to announce something soon. Like us on Facebook. Uh, we're going to keep, at least in brackets, formerly known as After Film School for a while. So you can find us there. Um, and um, Should people connect with us if they have ideas for a title change? <laughs> uh, no. I think hopefully... Joel's <laughs> home phone, phone number no, is... No, uh, no, no. Uh, so uh, fair enough. I think, I think on Monday we, we might be officially announcing a title change. Uh, this might be after Monday that this is released. Nice. So, um, but yeah, right now there's it's so hard with indie films. Um, my last film should be on iTunes soon, and that is taking my parents to Burning Man. Great movie. This one phenomenal. Oh, yeah. thank you. Uh, yes. This one you're gonna probably have to wait another six months or longer, maybe for the wide release because it's so hard for indies to get out. It's there. It's that film festival circuit. You gotta, yeah. You gotta yeah. Figure out what it is, marketing, promotions, distribution. You gotta do it all yourself. Well, once you get all distributed and everything sorted, would you like to come back and chat to us? Yeah, a little absolutely. Little more? We've got so yes. many more questions that we'd like to speak Perfect. to you about. Yeah, so. we just rambled a lot. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's all great stuff, but we'd love to have you back. I would actually love it if we did a, a Taking My Parents to Burning Man session. Absolutely, I had no, yeah. ex like, I knew the film was going to be good, but having no connection to that world, I didn't think that it was going to connect to me specifically. Really? And m mind was blown, like, the whole time. So It made you cool. want to go to Burning Man, it, right? it, Yes, yeah. it did. Okay. I was yeah. like, how do I tell Milo that I want to change my lifestyle completely and go to Burning Man? Um, but How can I convince him to get into the yeah. orgy tent? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll save it for the next yeah. one. We'll have you back and we'll, we'll chat about that one. Oh, yeah. But no, it's awesome I'll to have you on, guys. And no one, no one lost all their coins, so no one has to do anything. Oh, really? Oh, oh, hang on, Here. hang on. Oh, what? Oh, Bruce. 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 I didn't even know. Oh, fuck. my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> Justified. Um, Pants balls. Yeah. Uh, Taint. Christopher Walken. Ah, uh, Chris. Uh, I, uh, oh, all right. So, you see, so I had to put the watch in the only place I could. I put it in my ass. <laughs> All right, thank you. This is a golden watch. That's. <laughs> 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 it's. Uh, I got it. 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 I got
Yeah. yeah cool. We should just have the person with the less coins should just go because yeah. we may That's, never actually yeah. okay. always finish our coins. Cool. Well, but we beers, always want way. a little embarrassing yeah. moment. Yeah. Tonight I was drinking. It's been a great fucking time. <laughs> yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Cheers. Tonight I was drinking Saint Ambroise. <laughs> Uh, yeah, please sponsor us. It's an apricot wheat <laughs> ale. Fil- filthy dirty IPA for me. <laughs> Either one, we're, happy. we're open to sponsor. Water, I was drinking water. <laughs> Joel likes IPAs, he likes it hoppy. Some like it up. <laughs>